already been dating for three years. God, I have questions about that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to learn the lyrics to the Society song. But it was really good. It's just the, and we'll all stick together. Foreshadowing. Oh. Because <laughs> society waits for you. Whoa. We could just start. Hello, welcome to your free time <laughs> podcast. I'm your host, Mark Burris. With me, as always, is Peter Blankenship. Mm-hmm. Present. <laughs> and John Girdler. I'm also here. I just like Peter's nod. <laughs> He's like, yeah, they can see this. Yeah, we're ready to go. Uh huh. I guess this counts as one of our few uh, listener requests, right? Um, Why not? Yeah, well, shout out to... Damien. Yeah, shout out to Damien. Well, shout out and Damien, I'm also upset because now this movie's stuck in my head for eternity. <laughs> I can't turn that off, and that's the cross I bear. So we have him to thank and we have him to blame. Yes, that is a great way to put it, John. Uh, this week we were talking about a cult horror film, which I didn't realize was a cult like midnight showing horror film because I had never heard of this. Uh, it is called Society. 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 Not the society. Just society. Society. You have to, when you Google it, it helps to actually type in Society 1989. Nine. Yeah. So Otherwise, you just start getting things about society. Or Dead Poet Society. Like the amount of Google search that just kept pulling up Dead Poet Society. I didn't have that, and that might be telling. Oh. What was the the issue with the year? Like it was only released because I think in, if you looked it up on Amazon Prime, doesn't it say ninety two or ninety three or something? Is the year? Oh, it might have been re released. Well, it released in America later. Mm. It, oh, it did. It yeah, had, it was on the shelves for three years. It was eighty nine in London, London, England. Hello, hello. Like, Let's uh, <laughs> see how they received this movie before bringing it over here. Yeah, and, and they liked 19- it a lot. The, the Europeans liked it a lot more. Yeah, 1992, it, they brought it to America. Society. That was a good year, 92. To be honest, though, this it's if you told born. me this movie was made for European audiences, I, I'd get the vibe more. You know what I mean? Like, But it would have been would them making sense. fun of us. Exactly. Fun and it would have made us. more sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because clearly they don't understand society. Society, society. It's like one of those call and response things. Too. Society. Society. So- society. Yeah. Sorry. But it's, it's kind of odd because I felt like the high school portrayal felt very American to me. Not that I know what the UK mm-hmm. is like in high school, but That's it's. That's what felt- we're saying, though. Oh. We're saying it's Europe's idea of what we are. Yeah. Uh, no one goes to class. All the locker rooms are outside. They had one auditorium. <laughs> Crazy <laughs> 80s bathing suits. Uh, parties every weekend, the parents go out of town. There's maybe 17 students in this high school. We don't. They know. all look really old. They all look like they're like over 30. I wrote down the girlfriend looks like she's 40. She's got a lot of wrinkles. Oh my gosh. Oh. So uh, I don't even know where to start with this movie. Uh, I guess initial takes uh, when I completed this viewing of society. Um, ew, gross. I felt bad. I'm sad I watched it before I went to sleep. <laughs> Having said that, I laughed a lot. This movie is bonkers stupid. <laughs> John. <laughs> Initial impressions. I was shocked. I like the last, uh, I think I texted you guys when I was watching it. The last 30 minutes of the movie were probably the wildest 30 minutes of a movie I've ever watched. And I kind of regret watching it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to be honest about it. It's a tough pill to swallow. 
Peter, you said if we're going to be honest about it. Oh, if John was going to be honest, yeah, he regrets watching it. I don't regret it at all. I thought it was incredible. Just the, the amount of, I guess, jelly stuff they're putting on each other. Who comes up with what that stuff looked like? Yeah. I was just laughing at who thought this up. I... Whatever, okay, listeners, whatever you think the last 20 minutes of this movie are going to be, you're wrong. I don't I don't care what you think it is. I know it's wrong. Well, you get a little <laughs> teaser at the very beginning when they're doing the credits. Oh, with the society waits it's, for It's you. got one of those orgy things going on. But you can't see shit. Yeah, it just looks like it doesn't make sense. And there's some shapes and sizes that well, don't it, all fit. To be honest, it looks like the blood orgy scene from Event Horizon, where like you can't see anything, but you everyone's like covered in blood, and there's weird noises going mm. on. That's yeah. what I thought. If you have the subtitles on for this movie, squelching is like the most used word <laughs> for anything. Squelching. Yeah, any scene that involves that stuff includes squelching. Do we need to Urban Dictionary that? Probably not. Probably no, not. No, squanching, very different. <laughs> well, I thought like the tagline of the, or not tagline, I guess the plot description on Amazon, because that's where we watch this, was like telling, like giving away the movie. But even if you read that, the last 20 minutes are still going to be shocking. Nope. I told Peter, I have in my notes, I thought from the beginning, I had so many different guesses. I had Satan cult. I had weird sex cult. I had robots. I had aliens. I had like some sort of Dr. Frankenstein's monster situation going. I had so many guesses, and none of them were close. I mean, it's kind of sexy. Sex. Well, <laughs> like, let's not put sexy no. near anything that happens in the last 20 minutes of this movie. It's erotic. <laughs> uh, I think, that's generous. I, I think that's very generous. I mean, they have the red light and everything. Oh, man. Uh, Zach couldn't join us, but Zach could watch this movie and was disappointed that he couldn't join us. So I just want to say his initial hot take or overall take was not a good movie, but a watchable to the point where you could not look away. Mm. Could not look away is a great descriptor for what this movie was. I was afraid I was going to miss something insane. I, there's no, I don't know how you could miss it. (laughs) Like the last 20 minutes, I... I, I wanted to leave the room and I couldn't. <laughs> I felt like I was trapped just like Billy. <laughs> oh. Let's talk about our protagonist for a second. This movie opens up with one of the most generic, like 80s, weird, poorly written, like buddy dialogue I've ever seen. Of well, he's Billy got the nightmare. And, yeah, f- the first oh, scene. Because yeah. I, I skipped the nightmare. I thought, I was like, oh, this movie's going to be great because there's nonlinear storytelling and they're showing us the end at the beginning. And I was like, they're going to come back to this. And then I was severely disappointed. Well, they kind of did. It was just yeah, different. Kind of. But like, I wish that's all I was. It introduces one of the, the tricky parts of this movie that doesn't, it, it doesn't do this very well, where it's like Billy has these uh, intuitions that something is, is afoot. Yeah. And like, he's not wrong, but he's also not. Right. Right. That was the other thing. I had that in my guess, too, was that it's all actually all in Billy's head and that he is just cuckoo banana pants. Because that's what the stuff makes it look like. It's all in his head. Right. So so what the that beginning is pointless. Yeah. It doesn't serve any purpose. That's most of the movie. Well, (laughs) (laughs) to be honest, (laughs) I just mean in the story they are trying to tell 
that scene doesn't help. Maybe you. the psychiatrist that he's meeting with, they're trying to show you a person that you're wondering if you can trust the whole time. Like, does can Billy trust this person? Therefore, can I trust them too in their perspective? But they shoot or, that in the foot because bill like the psychiatrist is immediately like, Billy, you still don't trust me. It's like, okay, <laughs> has he been coming here for a while? Like, what's there's no timeline. Then we see he's seeing bugs in his food. That's um. He takes a Awful. bite of an apple. Sees some worms in there. Was that like a an eighties horror? Th- I I thought of Poltergeist. Yeah, um, I feel like that was a very common eighties thing. Is it just this. easy to make those effects? And it's easy to creep people out. But again, to Peter's point, does that imply he has some sort of intuition for what's going on? Like, why would he be seeing bugs in in food? That doesn't it doesn't make sense with what is ultimately yeah. revealed. Because like, none of it should be hallucinated. Because it's it's real. All of it's supposed right. to be real. So why is he hallucinating all these things? Was and how long has he been? Why is he seeing the psychiatrist to begin with? Is it, is it the hallucination? Yes, it's is the teenage a, angst. I, I guess. Well, he didn't have the music we had to get through that. Yes. Or maybe he's upset because he's Shut doing up. all the things a popular kid does, but yet somehow he's not a popular kid in his high school. And I wrote that down as a note because That's, that pissed me off. Like he's built up in his opening moments as like, oh, he's like the popular dude at school. He's like the high and mighty, like king of the school. No, he's not. Does anyone at his school like him? Well, because they all cheer. They do all cheer for him in the auditorium. And it's just the front row six of the rich that don't. But then it's like, they're the ones we always see like spitting on him and stuff. Yeah. And like his girlfriend wants to get in with them. And he's also rich or his family is. Yeah. So, so is there like a tiered system of popularity in this high school where there's like sort of popular and then there's that weird rich kid cult they society? Ex- well, they exist kids? outside the school. It's not about being popular at school, Mark. When you have society. <laughs> society. Was well, this a commentary on our society that no society. matter? <laughs> <laughs> we need a cat running tally of how many times we say that. But I'm just saying, because like the opening of this movie is him and uh, Milo, whatever, playing basketball. I love him. I loved this cut, too, of him jumping and dunking, because there's no way in hell that dude can dunk. And why even have that? I don't know. Just have him shoot like a random shot. Drano. But yeah, they're getting ready for the big game. Uh, And Milo drops a line that I rewound because I thought I missed the context of, which is, you're so perfect You'll probably grow up to assassinate the president. Oh. I don't... You and your dark sense of humor, Milo. Foreshadowing. (laughs) Is it, though? Is it? (laughs) Also, what's the context? Yeah. Who who was so perfect they grew up and assassinated the president? Yeah. I I racked my brains. I... Sirhan Sirhan. (laughs) Well, he assassinates the presidents of the society. Or... Was that no, the president's society? No, the mayor is. The mayor is like Mr. Host, president guy. Oh, that's true. He, he, he killed that kid. Now, he Ferguson. was going to go work on Capitol Hill for an internship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But that just that line, that's like one of the moments in this movie I realized, uh-oh, this is going to be this is going to be interesting. And then they heard some sound and they're both like, oh. <laughs> Blanchard. Blanchard. That's my favorite because they hear like a car door or a car pull up and they're like, Blanchard. By the time they get to the car, the dude's gone. And hiding in his sister's closet. Somehow he broke into this house and got into a second floor closet like immediately. But it's like a Hardy Boys and it's like Chet. No, yeah, jalopy. And it's jalopy. Yeah. 
I love Chet and his old jalopy. Sick reference. <laughs> oh, but this is the first we're introduced to the sister, um, who I guess turned six. Is she sixteen? Is she? I can't. They they <laughs> say her age. They don't. No, no. She's like a thirty-two-year-old woman in the movie. I just mean like it's her character. She could be so, sixteen. She could be eighteen. Well, because she's supposed to be getting ready for her coming out party. I think it might just be eight. Like I want to say for legal purposes, legal purposes, it's eighteen. Okay, but is that when you quote unquote come out? Well, because she seems older than Bill, right? right. So well, they're most both of the in, cast does well, and they're but well, they're both in high school. So maybe she's like a senior or something. I don't know, but see, the vibe I got was that he's the older brother. That's the vibe I got too. Is that he was older? Is he? I think he's a senior and she's sixteen. Is my guess. I don't know, but the but she's showering and there's a weird glimpse of like the her morphing kind oh, of. Wait, oh, that's uh, later. Oh, is that later? Yeah, we get uh, her. In her little like eighties underwear, looking and she's in the putting mirror. on her dress, and then she her earrings. Oh, yeah, earrings, and then notices Blanchard in the closet. Why he was there? Oh, I guess he was putting the microphone on the earring. Some like CSI spy planting shit. a bug. Yeah, yeah. But I okay. So this was the first well, clue. on the brothers' intuition that Blanchard was in her closet. Like he's there right away. Well, he only goes up there after. She screams, right? Yeah, but he he climbed two flights of stairs. Oh yeah, he, he was in his sister's there. room. He is familiar with his <laughs> sister's room for sure. I just want to point out though, before they discover Blanchard's in that closet, did you guys see the statue on her, um, like on her counter, her sink cab counter, whatever? It is literally a statue of a woman with her legs above her head, like going to town on herself. I mean, you know. If you've got it. So I did not realize that that was foreshadowing at the time because when I wrote it down in the notes, I said, is that statue blowing itself? <laughs> oh. That is the only note. Also, there's weird-ass paintings throughout the house of, like, weird sex stuff. That's not normal. <laughs> no. Or is it? I mean, you're not in... You're not a part of society. High society. Society. The... But, yeah, them throwing Blanchard out. And I guess this is the first introduction of the parents right yeah because that's a super weird scene how they kind of like we i guess we get a taste of how they oh, constantly mm-hmm. no no of how they blow off um yeah billy she's <laughs> 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 better words i'm trying oh yeah mark <laughs> how they neglect okay billy uh-huh with the weird conversation of like focusing on um, what's his sister's Jenny. name, Jenny, but as soon as and the weird lingering on Jenny, yeah, Daddy, yeah, mm. didn't like it. It's icky, very icky. I did like the line of the just is that Milo in the driveway? Yeah, he was just driving. And they just immediately turn around, don't even finish the conversation, just go up the stairs. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh so hard. But yeah, so he's supposed to be going to the basketball game. It just cuts to a high school debate for class president. Yeah. What? Did we know he was running for president before this moment? No. What is happening? Yeah. 
Adam. And, and again, my whole complaint is, is he popular? Is everyone seems to be cheering for him at this pep rally. Yeah. Also, and they make fun of the nerd. Yes. Until They're laughing the, at is him. Is this the dress code conversation? Yeah. Okay. Until his change of heart, I guess, on the well, dress code. I don't want to skip over his girlfriend's who is the, I guess, a head cheerleader. She's the only cheerleader. Only cheerleader. Her cheer for him was hysterical because there was, when it's first for the school, there's no mascot. There's no, like, go this high school name. Like, it was just a genuine we're number one. Mm -hmm. What? (laughs) Well, when you're number one. And is she popular? I guess not because she wasn't invited to Ferguson's party either, right? Later. I needed... You know that moment in Mean Girls where they break down how everyone sits in the cafeteria and that's how you figure out the clicks and uh, all that? Uh-huh. We needed that in society. Exposition dump. Yeah, we needed a cafeteria scene. For sure. We needed to understand, is he an outcast that's trying to be popular and that's why he's doing all this stuff? Or is he just a popular kid? At school, but, like, but not with who his family runs with. Yeah. Damien, when you listen to this, uh, we'll pipe in your voice and you can explain for us. <laughs> Take it from here, Damien. We're not able to do that, John. (laughs) Uh, After the debate, because the debate is where he sees um, the quote-unquote love interest. Clarissa? Clarissa. She's bad news, man. She is a member of society. Society. We don't know this And she basic instincts his ass. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much she spreads. Why would Milo know that she's bad news? Why does Milo know anything? Milo was the character that, honestly, at the end of the movie, you could have told me didn't exist and was all in uh, Billy's mind, and I would have bought it. Well, who would have moderated the debate? They didn't need one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's not like he did anything. Well, it's not like they were listening to him. Didn't Milo bring him the uh, tape recording? Oh, that was Blanchard. Blanchard. Never mind. I'm confusing the two. You're right. Yeah, Milo doesn't really come back to like the end. And even at the end, when he shows up, he really actually doesn't help. Yeah, (laughs) he's just there. So, yeah, Milo might be a ghost. That's my theory. I'm shooting it out there. Or maybe Milo's his intuition, as you were hinting towards. He's that, like, little angel on his shoulder telling him, like, hey, that girl's bad news. We all need that in our (laughs) lives. But the debate, yeah, is, like, a weird... I mean, it ultimately is pointless because for a little while, the movie tries to make you well, think that it's going to be about this high school president race. Well, so the thing it looks like <laughs> that we is... we just found out about. So rich people, I guess, allegedly adhere to a strict dress code because it's the rich, it's the high society people that are trying to elect this guy president and then he wants a dress code because you look a certain way or something. Is that why they were talking about dress code? I think so. Oh, I see. I didn't follow the political issues. Well, because the kid, like the the nerd dude, he wanted a dress code. And like the people, the rich people looked pissed when they weren't getting any like traction going. Yeah. When he lost the moron vote as uh, Billy so on. So well, he shouldn't have said that. (laughs) Did you guys have a class president elections in school where somebody made the promise of like, no homework if I'm elected or. We had student leadership for like two years and they got rid of it. I yeah. don't know why. Because I do remember us voting like sophomore or junior year for our grades representative, and then seniors voted for whoever the senior person was, was president of student government. But then I think they just got rid of it. 
They didn't like the students having in the power. Yeah. <laughs> what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. nothing. Like this movie. No, I'm just kidding. But I think that was to set up some initial uh, tension between the rich and the poor. Mm. I we kind of skipped over it, but do you guys what is because all this is happening? I guess after Ginny's coming out party, like this part of the movie, because. Yeah, that's one of the cuts they cut over. Is he, I guess he was supposed to go to the basketball game, and then this the then next morning won, is I the guess. debate. Yeah, I guess they won. Uh, so the next morning is the debate. So Ginny would have had her coming out party. Yeah, I know what the movie has set up as a coming out party. What is an actual coming out party? Like, is it is it like a sweet sixteen like thing? Well, or a quinceañera? So just. <laughs> Bear with me and go like way back when, you know, we're saying like what, eighteenth century, when you're like presenting someone as like eligible to be um pursued or like courted. ready. Yeah, ready to be courted. You know, they have those oh. in all the freaking like Jane Austen type oh. books and movies. So those it's parties like, and things. So it's like a Protestant bat mitzvah. Oh, there's nothing Protestant about this. Well, not this one. That's what I'm trying to say. A real one. I don't yeah. know what a real one is. Yeah. This one's different, no, I, I imagine. Really, I really think that's that's what that was referring to. Oh, those so type it's, of it's them being like, you can now date my daughter. Mm-hmm. But you kind have of to like offer a showing me, off. Yeah, you have to offer me cattle or land mm-hmm. or something. Okay. That's weird. I'm happy we don't do that anymore. What does, Do guys have a version of that? What? No. Okay. <laughs> no, because they're not they're not the they're not being bartered in this system. My parents got land when I had my coming out party. Nice. That was a different kind of coming out and party. And I was courted. <laughs> <laughs> Why would they get land for that? Uh, but uh after the debate, doesn't he isn't this the one of the weird like he goes he goes home is this the shower scene where it's yes. back boobs? Mm-hmm. I wrote that. That's what I have it listed as in my notes. Is back boots. Yeah, he's like, oh, I need suntan lotion. And there's only it's one only bottle in my of sister's <laughs> bathroom. That's what I kept thinking. I was like, there's only one place in this whole house suntan lotion is. It's my sister's bathroom, right by her shower. Because that makes sense. Oh man, Zach had it in his notes that he sent me too. The incest feeling between the brother and sister in the beginning of the movie is so palpable. Weird. It, it was, I, I kind of thought that's where it was headed. And I was I, like, I don't know. I thought, see this. I thought where the, when I had it as a weird sex cult thing, I had it as a, they were trying to get the brother. Like the parents are trying to get to the join brother them. to join with the sister to keep like blood. So then this would have been satirical of like the Kennedys keeping it in the family type right. of deal. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's probably what Billy wishes it would have been. Well, and then Billy being adopted helps keep it like Okay. Yeah, keep it okay. <laughs> Get it past them censors. But even when like he opens the shower door and she's like, "Billy, <laughs> Get Billy, out of here. Oh my. Oh, <laughs> Billy. Also, how it knowing what they are at the end how was she able to turn from back boobs to normal person in like a second? Because the Clarissa girl well, later and that's, does that's it what too. Makes it seem like it's in his head. Yes, because which isn't point, okay. I'm thinking. I'm still thinking all this is in his head, and he's having like a, a delusional break. But now, yeah, well, 
I feel like that Clarissa transforms back pretty quickly, right? No, that's when what that, I'm saying. Is how it, are they able too to? too fast. Because mm. it's it's done so quickly that it makes it look like it's in Billy's head. And there's no, not that there needs to be sound effects, but usually like... Yeah, there when, was no like, unsquelching. Yeah, there's no like... <laughs> Or no. anything like that to explain them shape shifting. Yeah, you shit. only hear the squelching while the body stuff is going on, and then you don't you don't hear that after. Yeah. Then two of the most unpopular kids in school just go to the beach. I, yeah, I, and I, then he's like rubbing like weird, and then we got like <laughs> the the Navy SEALs kids to like <laughs> steal the suntan lotion and squirt on him. Yeah, that again. This is another scene that doesn't really serve a purpose of the. Oh, I guess it does because it, it's trying. She's trying to get him to go get them invited to a party that they're not invited to because I guess they're not popular. I, again, very confused about this high school structure, and the reason I'm harping on it so much is because it's supposed to, or at least it's pitched as this like high school movie. Yeah, and it's not a high school movie. Mm-mm. And so I, it's so confusing. <laughs> and then Clarissa, when she gets the suntan lotion, and then she squirts on Belle's face. Doesn't she? Doesn't she say something like "Don't get too hot"? Or Some, something, yeah, like something that doesn't even make sense. That's where Peter got the erotic uh, descriptor for this movie. And then from. she just like saunters off in an oddly not hot way. And, and then, then you see her mom. What is with her mom? I'm going to say comedic <laughs> relief. and But is her, no mom, explanation. is her mom a member of society? Yeah. I think so. Or I think used to be. be. I think she something. has to be. Why is she not functioning? Some kind of deformed member. Yeah. So she's just she's just the one member of society that doesn't function? I mean, she functions. I mean, she just likes hair. She likes eating people's hair? Yeah. Maybe they tried to excommunicate her, and that's why we don't see any others, because they've excommunicated her. So she's just following Milo around. Or not Milo, around Clarissa, and then Milo later, but... Okay, that was... It's not explained. I mean, because Clarissa seems annoyed by her the whole time, so... We're all annoyed by our parents, right, guys? (laughs) But our parents don't eat our hair. (laughs) And the whole interaction with Ted is weird. It's like, hey, do you have anything, like, going on this weekend? He's like, "Uh, no, I don't got anything going on this weekend. And everyone laughs at him. And he keeps like saying, I'll send you a telegram. And I thought that was a joke as like a some sort of witty 80s like, yeah, I'll send you a telegram. He he fucking sends Sends him him a a telegram later in the movie. Can we talk about how perfectly cast Ferguson was? Yeah. Like square jaw. Dude, he looks like straight out of Wolf of Wall Street, and that's what makes the beach scene and the pool party scene so funny because they set him up to be like this like uh, rich country club like how he's dressed and everything, but they keep putting him in weird spots to where he seems overdressed for where he is. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he showed up to just a normal people in like flip flops and shorts pool party decked out in like khakis and collared shirt and it, shit. It's like Xerxes in 300. Yeah. You know, and we go into <laughs> his tent and he's just sitting there. Yeah. He had his own like VIP tent at his own pool party. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, the uh, the uh, what happens after the beach? Doesn't he? Well, Blanchard oh, Blanchard finds comes them. to the beach. That's it. See, and because for it took me until the second time looking at to make sense of like when did he get this video? Because I I had missed that the coming out party is like immediately skipped. Yeah, you know, with the debate, I was like, I don't know when the coming out party is, and then 
okay, so he put the listening device on the earring, then the coming out party happens. Now he has a recording from the coming out party and he's playing it for Bill on the beach yeah. by the dock. In the dock. <laughs> Bill. Here. Yeah, he... Blanchard has some like next level spy gear, which I guess they're all supposed to be like rich kids, but still. Well, and an uncanny ability to memorize how long he has to fast forward to get right to the spot in the tape. Yes, <laughs> I loved that. But I also did love that both times the tapes are played, that dad just cares about keeping the seatbelts buckled. You know, you don't want anything to happen. Yikes. Click it or ticket. <laughs> they did save the audience some time by him fast forwarding right to the spy. You know, I don't want to sit there all Blanchard. Oh gosh. But yeah, the tape is the big reveal. It's erotic. Because <laughs> it's, isn't it? The first is, it's her saying, Oh, I'm nervous. I'm like excited. Because they're His driving sister. to it. Right. No, I know. Yeah. It's, it's Ginny the on the dad, tape well, talking the to the audience. He's like, We'll dine and then we'll, we'll we copulate. Cop- yeah, we copulate. It's like you and you can sleep with girls too, right? <laughs> of course, honey. It's like yeah. What? First with someone your own age, then with your mother and I. Yeah, <laughs> and then with the host. <laughs> you just said that so calm and casual. <laughs> then with your mother and I. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. And then uh, they fast forward, and then they're listening, and they're talking about um, mm. that no, well, the bully guy, because uh, Ferguson, yeah, Ferguson's who she's gonna mate with first. No, or copulate. copulate. Sorry, mate. copulate. Sorry, copulate with first. Then fast forward a little bit, and then you just hear like some dude <laughs> screaming, <laughs> and yeah, and it's like sounds just fun to see how far you can stretch. How far you can stretch. Stretch. That had to be Ferguson based on that square jaw you can hear in the recording. <laughs> well, honestly, though, it might just yeah. be someone else they're feeding on. Yeah, that's someone who's gotten getting shunted. You don't uh, realize that until the uh, end, but when I was... Uh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's watching. true. Wow. That's why you're yeah. hearing someone scream in pain, which is why I thought it was a demon or like devil sex cult, because I was like, oh, kind of some like blood orgy where they sacrificed him. Yeah. And that's not too far off but i am also completely wrong <laughs> kind of like that movie what was that house movie that you liked where there it turned out they like had to oh, house of the devil yes that's oh, what house that kind of reminded devil. me of a little bit the the last scene. you're not the babysitter <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> greta gerwig out <laughs> better movie the <laughs> it is a great movie but yeah so obviously billy's a little confused by this tape yeah he's like no mom <laughs> Jenny Ferguson? What are they doing on that tape? What are they doing on the tape? This is going to be hard to listen to, Bill. And I'm sorry. <laughs> Does he call him Bill? <laughs> I thought it was Bears that just Peters. <laughs> I don't know, but him taking the tape and then going to the psychiatrist, which doesn't make sense because if he doesn't trust the psychiatrist. And he's going to trust him with this. It, uh, it's, it's so weird. And I like the psychiatrist's deal. He's like, you could either give me the tape now or you could come by my office tomorrow and we'll listen to it then. That doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. Why would you take the tape now if you're not going to listen to it? We could just do this now or we'll just do it tomorrow. Don't take the tape. One way or the other, we need to listen to it together. No, he doesn't want to listen to it. He just wants it. Well, because he's in on it, obviously. He's bad. He was so obviously in on it. Yeah. To the point where it was frustrating. If Every you, scene with him, I was like, why are we being so blatant? If you didn't know already, that scene is like very obvious. He's not concerned. Oh, that character reminded me of a Tugnet 
Tugnut from uh, Even Stevens, the PE, the gym teacher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. That's who I was thinking about the whole time, even though they don't really look that similar. Oh, man. Oh, the <laughs> at this point in the movie, though, the only note I have is just what the fuck is this movie? I feel like we were all probably at that point while watching this, right? Yeah. Seems pretty straightforward. Um, when he goes back to the psychiatrist, though, obviously the tape's different. It's changed. It's still a buckle your seatbelts to start. I like I was like, no, 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 fast forward past this. This is just car safety. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just changed to a normal like, I can dance with whoever, whoever I, want. I want, like the old parties that we were right. describing. Of. Like, yes, like the coming out parties you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, obviously, Billy's very distraught because again, they're setting the movie up to where it's all in his head. So this is a very frustrating thing. And then doesn't he, he, this is when he tries to get the other version of the tape and Blanchard's just dead in a car yeah. accident. <laughs> he meets them and yeah, cause the, like Jenny, her dad and the mayor, they're like all sitting there. And then the mayor's like, welcome to society. You know, like, Oh, what a beautiful addition to an already beautiful, whatever. And then she's like, daddy, this earring's causing me trouble right here on the back. And then they're looking and they're doing like all the Scooby-Doo. And he's like, oh, there's a little thing on here. And you know, Blanchard was here. He's a little bit of a tech genius. And the mayor's like, isn't he? <laughs> and I then they get him. They put piece that together pretty fast. Yeah. And they're not like, I guess they don't have to be nervous about it because the police are in on it. but Or some of the police are in on it. And they're, I think part of it's in on it, but they don't know. Maybe. But, I, well, we'll get there eventually. We, we never learned the scope of this. Right. I was going to ask the police. They're not members of society. Definitely not. But they, how, what's their motivation for well, helping what, them? What I laugh at, though, in the car accident scene where he's looking for the tape in the car accident, they frame the cop as if he's in on it. And maybe that cop is in on it. I don't remember <laughs> if that's the cop that shows up at the end. But what that cop's doing in that moment is his job. There's some kid who just wandered into a... Crime scene. Crime scene, just moving shit and just like going through the van. Like, of course the cop's going to be pissed. There's, and it's taking that weird like turn of like, dun, dun, dun. Ooh, this evil cop. It's like, well, I mean, the kid's breaking the law right now. So, but that's just society. A law set up by what? Society. Society. I like him. T- society i like him telling his parents about blanchard's death and how they knew about it already but then he just he just drove Mm -hmm. from it it just happened so they're in on it so did they get a telegram (laughs) by the police by the police i love him getting the telegram and the family's like excited that he got the telegram to go to some pool party bizarre my family would have been too if I was invited to a party like Ferguson's via Telegram, you know, and it was like a weirdly worded party invitation where it was like an old school, you're cordially invited to the residence of one what Ferguson. <laughs> Gosh, the this scene though has got to be one of my favorite cuts because it goes from him talking straight up cut to he's just at the dance, mm-hmm. like he's just at the party, and then he sees Clarissa. Split second cut. There's no approach to him talking to her. There's no anything. It's just him being like, duh, as he sees her to their dancing. Six to midnight, baby. What you won't do. It's 
And where's the rush? And I feel like we should mention crotch. No, I just mean like in this movie. Uh, the movie's ninety nine <laughs> minutes long, and yet it's like we can't waste any time because we have <laughs> we have places to be, and it's at the finale. <laughs> I feel like it should be mentioned too that the girlfriend, Bill's girlfriend, wasn't invited. Was mad that he was going, and, oh, and so they, broke, they up. broke up. And then now he's dancing with Clarissa. And somebody sees them dancing at the school. Well, and then reports back to his ex-girlfriend, and then she's mad about it. It's like, you broke up. I yeah, like, what? I don't know. They were on a break. What? <laughs> they were on a break. They were separated. So is everybody at this party a member of society, do you think? Society? Well, that's what I was wondering. Well, if, Bill's not. Well, they, they, had the, with him. they had the high school mafia tent going where Ferguson was. Was that his name? What's his name? Ferguson. Yeah. Oh, it is Ferguson? Okay, yeah. Because I know they call him the Tycoon Ferguson at one point. That's like, what a nickname to have in high school. Yeah, <laughs> as a 17-year-old. <laughs> tycoon. But, yeah. The Tycoon of Poon. Just, that whole, the whole party scene's weird. They're, like, doing some, again, it goes back to, is this a high school movie? Because they're doing this whole, maybe you should uh, drop out of the race kind of situation. Well, and, and when when Bill confronts Ted about what he did with his sister, he's like, "Oh yeah." He's like, "Yeah." Did he? Does he straight up just be like, "Yeah, I fucked her in front of everybody." Cop. Yeah. Did, I don't think he says "cop" later. There. I think he's <laughs> like straight up just laying it down. <laughs> I think he is too. Yeah. But he, yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah, we everyone did that. got so excited they had to join in. You're like, oh my god. <sighs> Is Jenny at this party? Or I guess I not. I couldn't remember. Okay, I which makes why. me think that she's the younger sister because mm. this is like I, I think this is like a senior party or something. But one of my favorite moments is Ferguson pull, pushes him in the pool and says, "Make waves, you're gonna drown," and just shoves him straight into the pool, and everyone's laughing because again, Bill. I guess Bill's not a popular kid, even though he's set up to be. Now he can't be. <laughs> now he can't he just got. <laughs> His whole reputation's ruined. Yeah, but then we get a weird scene of him and Clarissa getting getting down. That whole their whole interaction from the party to when they're actually hooking up at her yeah. house is so hot. <laughs> I was not going to say that. Oh, what but was it? I, I was going to say gross <laughs> and awkward. <laughs> it's a little awkward, but isn't young love? All their dialogue, because the way Clarissa talks, I wrote down at this point, I think they might be aliens, because all of her dialogue seems like she doesn't understand how humans communicate, mm-hmm. and she's guessing, which is why I thought the joke when he she gives him tea and says, the, do you want me to pee in it? I thought that was like a weird, like, oh, she's an alien. She doesn't understand that that's weird. <laughs> that's not <laughs> how it not? Was that not the purpose of that line? I think she just has an insatiable but, sexual appetite. But society aren't aliens. Society. And they're that, supposed to be, like, I don't know what they are. But they're aliens. <laughs> they're not aliens, though. They're aliens. They're I, not. I thought they were they're aliens. They're aliens. But they're not aliens in the sense of, like, they just came down to Earth. They've been here. Yeah. So they should know <laughs> how humans communicate. This just shows you, Mark, the institution. Institutional, uh, oh my God, I can't. The, what? Construct, sure, yes, and the disconnect between the rich and the people below them, right? We we see it on Capitol Hill where people are talking about. Yes, I go to the grocery store and I think twenty dollars is fine to have it for a week. Clearly, they haven't gone to the grocery store, Mike, because you need more than twenty dollars for groceries. It's like that. 
So maybe the rich in all their golden showers bring May flowers. <laughs> Poor choice of words. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but maybe, you know, that's just the thing with high society. And they don't society. know what the poor like. And, you know, honestly, the poor don't like you pissing in their tea. So you're saying Clarissa just assumes that, you know, Bill's into a girl peeing in his tea? Yeah. I just like his responses. You're a class act, Clarissa. And he says it like it's some like 90210, like deep, like he's hitting her back with a line. Like, <laughs> you know what? You're a class act, Clarissa. The girl just said, do you want me to pee in it to your tea? Get out the house. What is wrong with you? Nope, that's crazy. Clarissa explains it all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they. we already talked about it. She had the weird like, body swap thing where it looks like she has like another leg or how i can't even remember how that's no framed. just her body it's like, like weirdly twisted it, yeah the first thing when you hear the squelching is like her left arm is back over her right shoulder like massaging herself and then he's like <gasps> and then he gets out and then it yeah, looks he like falls out of bed. She's, she's like what's twisted. wrong yeah can we talk about his face throughout all this his face is super awesome he's got a good old face <laughs> You're right. His face is definitely like. <laughs> I'm doing this. I'm doing this. Yeah, it seems to be like nobody gave this. him any notes. Just like so, he's just oh my god, oh my god, it oh almost, my god. It almost looks like, you know, with acting, you know, like sometimes it's hard to not get a little excited filming those scenes. <laughs> so he's concentrating on not getting excited, so as not to put off the actress dry humping him. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, it's such a weird... Because the girl, like, Clarissa, she she was a Playboy centerfold four or five years before this movie was made. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I didn't particularly <laughs> find her that attractive, to be honest. I guess it's that 80s vibe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, okay, but this we see Clarissa's mom again. Eating hair. <laughs> Eating hair. I wish that was like a weird joke we were coming up with and not there's actually a weird character in this movie that's just eating other people's hair. Do you think it could be some take on the crazy style, hairstyles of the 80s? No. Okay. <laughs> At this point, I know it's revealed. It's very but deep. Besides the whole Milo just saying, I was doing that to mess with you, because throughout the movie... Bill keeps getting weird gifts. I, I wrote gifts in quotations where it's like... A screw in a guy's head. And yeah, like a Ken doll's head. Uh, there's like a shrunken head in his locker, like a toy shrunken head Sex in his Sex doll locker. in his car. Like, and then, so we think society's society, doing this to yeah. him. Society. Making him feel crazy. Uh, society. Threatening him. Uh, External pressures. Society. Building up. But it's just Milo. Just Milo. And I don't. <laughs> and I don't. Do they, does he explain it other than like I was just messing? No, with it's you. just a no. prank. <laughs> That's what friends do. It's like a huge red herring. And he's like mad at Bill too. He's like, I feel like you forget about me sometimes. It's like, when has that been a thing? You were in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, it looked like he had two. It looked like he had a friend and a half. Milo, his only friend, and Blanchard was like a half friend, and Blanchard's dead. Yeah, quote unquote. <laughs> Yeah, they talked at Blanchard's funeral. Yeah. Like, I, there's been no hints of Bill being like, I got to leave you behind, Milo. And Milo's just like, I don't know, man. I just wanted to, you just piss me off sometimes. Like, 
What? Milo's like your best friend, and then you start dating a girl, and you hang out with her sometimes, and he's like, we don't hang out what we used to. And it's like, yeah, because I basically used to date you before, now I have a side check. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be doing different things now, Milo. And Bill got into state to play ball, and Milo didn't. So there's some <laughs> jealousy there, too. Some tension. <laughs> Even though Milo could dunk. <laughs> But again, it's another thing where if you just, I still maintain Milo's not real. Milo's inside of his head. That's why no one really, oh, I guess they respond to the sex doll thing, but maybe Bill's doing that to himself. Well, the parents recognize Bill or Milo as being out in the. Well, maybe that's why they ignored it because they were testing to see if he's still having delusions of a friend named Milo. And when he was like, yeah, he's going to join me the Abe, they're like, oh my God. <laughs> they just walked up the stairs. Is, is that commentary on society? How those who are lower society. in society are their own society. worst enemies? I think so. <laughs> Whoa. That's terrible. <laughs> Hot take. Hot take. So he gets back to the house. This is when this is like the huge blowout though, right? With the, the parents. Is this when he gets taken by the therapist? Because there's... There's like two blowouts with his parents. One of them, he actually says, fuck you, butthead, to his to his dad. Um, Which is important. You, could you imagine telling that to your father? It's important because of later. <laughs> right. But what frustrates me is it was clearly a line they wrote so they could do that later. Yeah. It wasn't a like, yeah, kids tell their dad all the time, fuck you, butthead. <laughs> butthead. Like, why would you say fuck you and then follow it with a butthead? Like, it's like R to G rated. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it makes no sense. You butthead. start at an 11 and then end with a 2. Yeah, you whimper out. <laughs> yeah. like, oh. You already told your dad fuck you, but you're like, uh, butt, butthead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Just like run away. I'll go to my room. <laughs> but is that, that's not when he's taken by, because at some point, he leaves to go meet with the nerdy kid he's running against who's yeah. going to give him more information. Yeah. Who Peter and I, we were talking about on the way here, really like that character. He's a fave. The the nerdy friend? Uh-huh. Or the nerdy guy he's running against? Yeah. yeah. He was pretty fun. But when he shows us the, like, the meeting area and that kid's dead, I'm not going to lie. I was hoping the rest of the movie was just more people going to be coming to Bill being like, listen, I've got information for you, but I can't tell you right now. And then him finding him dead. And it just keeps happening like six more times. I would have loved that. But Milo followed him. And so Milo got to see that it's not all it seems to be. That society Society. is tricking him. Yeah. Capital S. This is when he goes back and the therapist takes him though. That's so it's because he brings back the cops and they're like, this is a different make and model car. Yeah. That again, because it's they're still banking off this idea that at this point we think it's all in his head. But at this point, we've reached the point of no return where we know it's not all in his head, which makes the illusions and his hallucinations earlier in the film just frustrating. Because now we know there is something afoot. Yeah, society's out to get him. Yeah, why did we waste all this time with hallucinations? You feel all that frustration and you want to release, don't you? No. <laughs> Well, you're going to get one <laughs> soon, TM. TM. But the, first, the hospital. Yeah, him being taken to the hospital was pretty funny. Uh, I like that Milo just like followed him to the hospital. Uh, parked in the handicap spot. Parked in the handicap spot. That's the first thing I noticed. I was like, you're getting towed, dude. Hospitals don't play that game. Fun fact, same hospital in Halloween too. 
Really? Oh, really? Yeah. I could see that. That's fun. That's fun. What if this was taking place while that was happening? Like, <laughs> like same universe. Same universe. <laughs> oh man, Mike Myers has his work cut out for him then. <laughs> Fighting society. Oh yeah. man, high society versus Mike Myers. I'd, I'd watch that. I'd watch the shit out he of that. He comes in during a shunting. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Slices off the connectors. Slices and dices. Oh, and that's like the origin story of spam. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Gross. So I was confused about the hospital scene. Yeah. Because he... So the point is to somehow get a death... A record for Bill. Say okay. Was that the point? Yeah. So they could say that he was dead already. So that they can do their stuff. So they can shunt him later. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I was also confused why. Because I love that Milo asking the person like he can't be dead. He just came in like two minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, and somehow like the nurse was kind of in on it. Well, I think the nurse. That's what I was confused about. How far society society stretches. Because, <laughs> no. yeah, I chose that word intentionally. <laughs> okay. The because is the nurse in it? Because she seemed like the classic no nonsense nurse behind the desk. That's like I've got a hundred files. I am not yeah. going to look up your friend. And then when he goes to like lift the curtain thing on, I guess that was. I think that him. was Bill. I think it was. And then too, she's yeah. like, oh, 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 oh. don't touch As that. If she knew. Yeah. Suddenly she cared. Yeah. Oh. So, but also on top of that, so okay, so it was to get the death certificate on top of that what was what were they wanting to do to bill in that hospital like i don't think anything well so was the plan to bring him back to the house later that's what milo told bill was going on like because when when bill woke up and his jeep was just there in the handicap parking spot with the key yeah, like they wanted him to go back home oh and because he woke up with like a sense of entitlement of like I'm gonna go back and deal with my issues, which doesn't make sense. Yeah, maybe it's to get some fluids in him so he'd be juicier later. Uh, I don't know. That's maybe true to be honest, and that's gross. <laughs> but yeah, I mean he comes out with an attitude shift that is not really explained. And did they drug him? Like, yes, they did put something in him. But was the drug like was the drug to make him? Feel that way? I don't. I, I don't understand those rich people. Okay, so, <laughs> so yeah, we're there. I mean, we're there. We're, Where? We're at. We're at the shunt shunting. Buckle uh, up. I, I hate. So the net last twenty minutes of this movie are is body horror. That is a genre of horror films. It's similar to The Thing. Or The Fly. Or The Fly. Andy Cronenberg. Videodrome. Eraserhead. Reanimator. It's, it's, there's, there's a whole genre of these movies. Even Raw. Raw to a degree, yeah. Where the whole point is body horror. So it's body, body disfiguring and manipulation intentionally to disturb you. And yeah. boy, oh boy. If you say, a body shouldn't do that. It's body horror. I don't know how to describe what we see. Like, it's literally like they turn to Play-Doh and start absorbing people. Because Blanchard's there. Yeah, Yeah. they take him, they drag him in with the Yeah, we thought Blanchard was dead. Turns out he wasn't. He can still make a contribution to society. To society. And they're at the man, they're at They're at Billy's house. Billy's house. With all of society, including the mayor and judge, whatever his name is. And they do this like congratulatory, like 
celebration mm-hmm. kind of yeah there's like a gathering. toasting of because they make it seem like part of the game of the shunting is what's been happening in this movie is to like make whoever they're gonna shunt like paranoid and it's almost like a weird hunting thing but it's not hunting because like <sighs> it's also for 18 years like it's such a long con yeah and all building up to them shunting an individual, which is them, like, I guess, sucking the life force out of people. Or, like, are they taking the organs? What, What is happening when they're shunting each so other? So I think just basically they're feeding off the poor. Right, but they're not, like, eating them, like, cannibalistic eating. No, they they kind of are, though. Like, but I just mean in the sense of, like, it's not like in a horror film, like, Bone Tomahawk, where we saw them, like, chop people up to, like, eat mm-hmm. them and stuff. Like, this is not what's happening. They're, like, Play-Doh attaching to each other mm-hmm. and then just... <laughs> squelching and slurping and... And, and they've... And the guy's, like, losing... I, I guess bl- it's not blood. I don't know no. what this is. Well, and they, they specifically avoided blood so as not to bother the MPAA because that's the only thing that would have bothered them in this movie. But like, it's, uh, but it's not like we see them taking their organs. It, no. It's just, they're attaching to the skin and mm-hmm. then our, like Belcher's skin becomes a part of uh, the other people's skin in the, in the shunting. One of the cool ones was when you think it's like a butt and then the hand just like goes into the cheek, just like slides right into the cheek. You're uh, like, whoa. Oh, yeah, because then he shoves, the judge shoves his hand, which I assume was up his butt unless oh, he was definitely. going through his junk. I don't. No, no, no. They said, I mean, the line before is like, we're going to get to the bottom of this. Like, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. I didn't catch that. Because <laughs> he... So he shoves his hand up Belcher's bottom Mm -hmm. and comes out his mouth and eyeballs. Yeah. And before that, he had said a a, a beauty mark or whatever. Yeah, and he eats a little bit of his hair. Because there's no... So there's no blood. There's no... Like, the eyes pop out, but there's no, like... Other than that, there's no... So what are they doing? How are they doing this? What is happening? <laughs> well, before the mayor is summoned over, it seems like the the gremlins are doing a little pre work to make sure his body is um, pliable and ready for the uh, hand up the ass. Because <laughs> I mean, as Daniel Tosh taught us, you can't just go straight in there. You know, you got to work your way to that. You're right. Right. So they worked. <laughs> I feel like we should describe this whole scene. Everything else, like it's a red room. Well, I, it's and, a lot of yeah. As soon as it starts, because the, the lighting and everything's fine. Uh-huh. And then when they're starting with Blanchard, when he, when Ferguson tells Bill, watch, because this is you next, then the lights turn red. Right. But I, People are up to this point, I, I was naked. like, oh, so it is going to be a weird sex cult thing. Because you see the do. daughter, you see oh. the daughter, and uh, you see Jenny and the parents well, yeah. go into a separate the room. The mom calls them. She's like, Jenny, Tom, or whatever his yeah, name is. Yeah, so they're going to go do their own thing. And they're like, yeah. And it's... Uh, 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 sorry. And then the shunting, which I can't... I'm sorry. I'm sorry, listeners. I don't know how to describe it better than I have. They, they become one. That's... When ten become one. <laughs> 
but they all look like Play-Doh or the Nickelodeon's mm-hmm. logo. And it's just like... So, so is this something that's a requirement for them to survive? Or is this just purely pleasure for them? I think it's... That's what I was confused too. Is this like, do they stay young this way? But if that's how that happens, then why is why Jimmy... Why are they aging? Why, yeah. are, why are they old people? So do some of them die of old age? And if... <sighs> so many questions. So many questions. The whole movie makes zero sense. And they didn't attempt to answer anything about what happens in these 20 minutes. Well, I mean, it's this part too that we find out that Clarissa is in love with Bill. Right. But she's also a member of society. So she's conflicted. Obviously. And she tries to get Bill to run away. Why would Bill go with her? When at the end of this movie, skipping ahead to the very, very end, we're going to come back. Okay, good. I'm just saying he runs off with Clarissa and Milo. Milo. Yeah. Why would they trust her? Why? He now knows she's some weird society organism worm thing. Again, why were there worms on the inside of him? When he flips, we haven't talked about it, but when he flips Ferguson inside out, why are there worms and bugs? It's almost and like shit? they're looking for an excuse to use that effect. But is, mm-hmm. but if they're, are they, if they're rubber people, why I are think, they worms? I think part of it, Mark, because he says this is the judge says they're not aliens. Yeah, the judge says no, we're not aliens. You believe that crap? Why would he lie? <laughs> I think part of it is if you see the highfalutin and the rich, you know, they put on this mask of just being so posh and put together. But really, under the surface, it's disgusting. They're no better than worms. Uh, but if they They're can... just gross. Sometimes I think our listeners think that this is you actually, how you actually talk. <laughs> Sometimes it is. But so if... Pe- okay. Okay. Hold on. So... If they can manipulate themselves yeah. willy-nilly, yeah. why do they all look like like Ginny looks like a normal pretty girl, whatever. Why does everyone else in society look awful? Why don't they why aren't they all like supermodels? I mean, I I don't maybe they had a problem with casting. <laughs> it's a pretty low budget movie. Like I <laughs> I think they were trying to get people because it's not like people were just like straight up fugly. Besides, I mean the judge, like the older the older members of society, yeah, but they definitely were just, let the wheels fall off. <laughs> I mean, they were just kind of older. I mean, there's a there's a Matlock, like a Andy Griffith looking guy talking to the mayor during one point. It's like, yeah, that's a, a nice looking old man. Join society later, or are you born? A I think of- no, you're I, born. you have to be born into it, yeah. which is why they shunted or wanted to shunt Bill. Mm. Uh, oh, okay. Let's go ahead and talk about when Bill discovers his his mom and his dad and so, yeah, sister. So Clarissa tries to help him. Says, "Run, Bill!" And he walks towards the front door. Where then he's met by twenty people that not they they stop him, but then they just kind of I guess let him run up the stairs. Yeah. And he runs up the stairs. His psychiatrist is looking for him. Kind of like, Ooh, what's he gonna do with his face? And why does psychiatrist look like a pig? Yeah. He does like a pig thing for a little while, which doesn't really relate to the shunting because it's not like they're pig people. They're, so that was weird. To allude to another body horror movie, I, they kind of got his mouth ready for mouth to anus, like the human centipede. 
Yeah, that. It reminds me of like I feel like from college, from different dress. This up. reminds you of college, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Crazy different times, uh, huh? dress up events that I went to in college. Oh. I like kept those those outfits or those costumes, and it's almost like they had these costumes, like props, I guess, if you will, in whatever you know studio. And they lo- were looking for reasons and ways, ways to, to use, use them. them. Like, we have this pig one, so where can we do it? Oh, let's just throw that in with the psychiatrist. So it's just be cost effective. <laughs> I just yeah. But, so Bill there. stumbles into his parents. Let room. me give you a hand. <laughs> Oh and his God. face turns into a hand, and then his hand goes Mr. Fantastic and helps him open the door. Yeah. And then he sees what I wish I had never seen, which is like, it's two separate pieces. Uh, paint me the picture. But it's it's like the mom's head, uh-huh. and it's like warped weirdly uh-huh. on the body, and then like she's got the dad's arms. Yeah, as and legs. Then, and then, the, wait, is it the dad's legs? Or is it Ginny's legs? It's like a weird amalgamation of all three of them. And then to the side, there's this separate pair of legs uh-huh. with the with the butt yeah. that then turns into a face. Yeah. Where the where the butthole is. Exactly. And then it that's the dad and the and the dad saying, Look, I guess I am a butthead. And he like makes fart noises. And with his mouth he's going You know what would have been perfect <laughs> is if he started whistling Dixie. <laughs> That's the only thing that they missed. Oh my god! Whistling Dixie on my ass. Oh. It's the only thing they missed. That's brilliant. <laughs> so there's room for a sequel. This is why I will never hear that word the same way again. And this is the point in the movie where I was like, "What am I?" Wa-? Actually, I was doing that before this part. <laughs> this, but, You're like, this um, is where I drew the line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a literal butthead? No. <laughs> no. Now I'm serious. What is the movie I am watching, Damien? <laughs> that is how I talk. But I'm serious. <laughs> Super serious, John. Now here. Oh, but but then they stand. Mom stands and like kind of wobbles over, and then Jenny's head comes out, and then she's like, "If you have any edible fantasies you want to play out, Bell, now's the time." She's like. <laughs> tongue out which uh, doesn't make any sense jenny obviously jenny was too concerned about fitting into society and then actually understanding the reference because oedipus would mean that he wants to have sex with his mom when really the whole tension has been between him and his sister exactly so Plus, whatever you'd have to kill his dad the uh but yeah he escapes that nightmare and the, to be honest that's the last <laughs> we see of the parents right no, no no they come back down oh do they come back down yeah but, for the big finale Again, it goes back to like a weird high school mm-hmm. movie moment where he's like, I challenge Ferguson to a fight. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he was going to get an internship in, in, Was- in Washington. You right? know what? There may be a place for an internship up in Capitol Hill for you. For Ferguson, not yeah. Billy. For Ferguson. The oh, Vegas, yeah. like, this guy's going places. <laughs> <laughs> he's got connections. <laughs> But why? Why would there be a like mono mono fist fight between him and Ferguson? Yeah. In this situation. His parents should have been there and been like, Dad, don't play with your food. Yeah, something. Like I expected that joke. Also, why would Bill be in any he Bill is honestly like, it's okay. I've got this. Why would he think he's got this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he handled himself pretty well for what was happening. He's been—he's never seen this before. He's only kind of heard it from the tape with Blanchard, oh and he's God. like scared. 
but not shook. And yeah, and he's just getting his ass kicked the entire fight, and then he takes a note out of the judge's book, but he without grabs, seeing it. But he grabs Ferguson's hand because it's not. A- well, hold on, no, no, no. Ted comes in and kisses Bill. Beautiful. To begin the shunting. Oh, yeah. Now, now Ferguson is going for the up anus attack. <laughs> Intercepted by Bill and twisted back. Now, he's holding his hand hostage. The other hand of Bill, uppercut, straight up the ass. <laughs> and there's... <and> <laughs> I wish somebody listening to this podcast like fast forwarded to just this part. They're like, I only have time for the last 10 minutes of this. And then the crowd's like, what is he doing? And then Bill's mouth disconnects. He's like, (laughs) and then the camera goes behind Bill's head. And we're back to Ferguson being like, ah, (laughs) Bill's hand protrudes through the eyes and the mouth. Right. Grabs. And pulls back through. Right. He flips them inside out. Like when, what you should do to your jeans, putting them in the wash. Right. Or freezing them. <laughs> or freezing them to get rid of the bacteria or whatever. Isn't Milo just watching it? Yeah, Milo was doing well, nothing. So like Milo came in with Clarissa's mom. Dressed as a cop. As, as, yeah, as a cop that looks like he's 16. Okay, cool. Yeah, he's just there to watch. Yeah. Doesn't make, doesn't help at all. Oh my Is God. that a yeah. commentary on our uh, present day police <laughs> situation? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's a why? Why did we bring that up? <laughs> it's not what this is about at but all. Again, <laughs> he flips him inside out, and he deflates, and he deflates, and I guess is dead, and there's worms inside of him. Now so, there's a internship the, hole in Washington. So the question is, could you kill these people willy nilly that way? Like, if you shot them, would they die? So. This is like the original Evil Dead. Oh man, they tried to be serious, but it's funny. And then we have the Evil Dead Two, which is a like making fun of basically Evil Dead One. If they did Society Two, this is the scene where Bill starts running around. <laughs> just, which y'all can see the hand, hand motion that Peter's making right now. Just ate his punch. He's like Milo. You think when I'm thinking? And then Milo's like, Yeah, baby. <laughs> Just like Rocky or something, you know, they had like a little montage of them reverse, like bending people over and being like, <laughs> just flipping people inside out. Can the aliens fight that? I mean, like, it looks like if, 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 if well, they so turn follow- malleable. Yeah. So my question was, is they, are they only weak when they're in shunting form? I think so. Mm. So they would have, so <laughs> they would have had to have waited till all of them were shunting and then flipped them inside out, which again, why would that have killed them though? I guess like air pressure. I mean, I guess you're just not supposed to be turned inside out, Mark. I don't know what to say. They can manipulate their bodies all over. The dude turned into a butt. <laughs> Still keeping the outside outside, though. Oh, I don't. Yeah, but then it's literally the movie just ends with him, Milo. And Clarissa. Clarissa yeah. hopping in the car and driving away. So really only Ferguson died. Right and Blanchard no, and Blanchard. Oh, one, oh that's because <laughs> the mayor now yeah. has his mole. Yeah, uh. beauty mark. Which okay, so that's okay. I I don't have much more to say about the shunting. To be honest, do you want? Let's move into. I don't even know how you'd fix this. I have three things I would do just from a general movie standpoint. Even though I do not think you should remake this movie. But I'd agree with you, Peter. If you do, if you take the tone of Evil Dead 2 where the whole thing is a joke, I'm on board. 
I'd watch that. I would probably not watch the shunting. <laughs> what? That's the whole point. <laughs> you thought the original was absurd. <laughs> Just two dudes running around a room flipping <laughs> people inside out. <laughs> and then and then when they're down to a line like someone needs to call an exterminator. <laughs> or like something because there's like a lot of bugs. And oh, stuff. I, I thought you were gonna say something like it smells like ass in here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, that's not <laughs> time to open up these cans of worms. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> John wins. <laughs> he said it was a competition. I mean, <laughs> so okay, so let's let's go ahead because we need to wrap this up. The uh, <laughs> what? So let's do the how would you fix this? Uh, I'll go f- first. Okay. So I think from a movie standpoint it's missing three things that would have actually helped in terms of just making the movie make sense. One is the scope of society. Like how far does this stretch? Is it only this little pocket in LA and they're just like rich people in Bel Air kind of situation? Or is this like one of a bunch of different cells in different States and across the world, like some sort of scale of like, why you know what i mean yeah because the only allusion to that is talking about the internship right so like are they in places of power like what just some sort of scope also these movies even though it's a trope i still think it's a necessary trope usually in these movies there's a point where someone is offered like the protagonist is offered a chance to avoid death to join them which is what i thought was going to happen with Ginny. Because the weird incest thing at the beginning, I thought meant that they were kind of like close in some form or fashion. Yeah. So that <laughs> <laughs> so that at the end of this, maybe Ginny was going to be like, come on, like you can be one of us. I mean, like, she kind of did. When? Oh, with the Oedip? No, that I, that is not, that does not count. <laughs> would that have, fi- to, to your point, would that have fixed anything? Well, That's just like a fixed, one moment. I don't think it would have fixed the movie. It would have helped set up a more streamlined... Because pro- this movie is just jump cuts to the shunting. Yeah, and like really, Bill is just a vessel to show us what society is capable of. Right. Like he, Nothing he does matters. Right. He is a... I forgot what that term is, but the, he's an inactive protagonist. There's a term for it, and I forgot it off the top of my head. But another thing I would have liked, because the, the you mentioned the beauty mark thing, that should have been a subtle hint throughout the movie. Like, there should have been, like, an exchange student or, like, a gardener or someone that's, like, a a lower class by society, quote-unquote standards, that disappears halfway through the movie, and that whatever character trait, like, physical trait that person had, some member of society had, after they disappear. Ooh, that'd be spooky. Like, if someone had, like, crazy green eyes, some character should have shown up with those green eyes later. Like, kind of a... Some sort of subtle hint of, like, wait a second. How'd that happen? Kind of thing. Something to kind of... Because the shunting is going to shock you no matter what. Because, like I said, there's no way you can guess that that's what's actually happening. So being a little bit subtle towards, like, oh, what's happening? Are they, like, absorbing these people's, like, organs or something? kind of eases it a little bit it takes it from like one instead of one to a thousand more like 20 to a thousand (laughs) and then uh i would have appreciated more cult language of like members of society hinting that they're a part of society how many times do you need 
You're going to make a great contribution to society. But only like three adults did that. Like the parents and the psychiatrist did that. And the mayor. When did the mayor? Oh yeah, to the to Jenny. I forgot about that. But I meant to like Bill. Like Bill should have kept hearing people mention society or something. Why do you say it like that? Society? Why do you have a little lisp? I don't know. Society scares me. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like that. Those are just little things I thought of that would have helped in terms of. I think what the movie was trying to do, but again, up until the shunting, it felt like the director could give two shits about the movie. What, what the movie was about. He's like, no, none of this matters. Uh, we'll just jump to this. We'll just jump to that. Are we to the shunting yet? Perfect. And then just added that in. Like, it, it seems like he made the shunting and was like, no studio is going to buy this unless I somehow set up some sort of storyline to get to this. And he just threw something together. And then here we are. There's the nonlinear storytelling. I mean, allegedly, that's how they made the movie. Really? Yeah. The scenes were put in and constructed post like that idea to just make that make sense. Well, they failed. <laughs> and the sister, the sister shower scene was put in because they felt like they needed something a little scary towards the beginning of the movie. That wasn't scary. That was just like so, yeah, weird. Well, you know, Scary to me. Back boobs. You man. shouldn't see butt and boobs at the same time, <laughs> unless you're like with a mirror. Should never see butt and boobs at the same time. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Do you guys have anything? Yeah, I'd say don't make it. <laughs> <laughs> How do you fix this by wiping the existence <laughs> off the map? Oh man. What a weird movie. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like I've watched some fairly weird movies, but I think this might be towards the top. This did take, because like me and Peter have joked about this on the podcast before, that this movie did take that weird turn of like when you're scrolling through Amazon or Hulu, not as much Netflix, but like the other streaming services, and you're going through the horror section, you can almost play this game of like, is it a B-level horror film or is it some sort of like like softcore porn that someone labeled as horror? Because the plots are so ridiculous. Like some of them are blatant where it's like, strippers like serial killer party five and you're like okay i'm not nope that doesn't mean anything and you go to the next one and then there's movies like this where you start watching you're like oh shit is this going to be one of those weird this is actually just a porn but it wasn't it was a horror film and i hate it (laughs) i think that you could make this movie better with the same ideas. Like, there's a lot of cool ideas, right? Like, a popular kid at school still feeling disenfranchised at home, right? Like, like he doesn't belong at home, and there's, like, a group of people he's trying to get in with. He just doesn't belong. And you can play with that a little bit more. Like, they just... They... Would you keep the shunting? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you, you have to. You can't not shunt. <laughs> and I think, like less less of the vaseline stuff going on maybe like i mean i don't because they like start the scene they're just like rubbing it all over each other and like maybe have some more old people (laughs) just to really creep mark out (laughs) i wish with the vaseline scene they did more of a fight scene kind of like what y'all were saying with the sequel where it's like kill bill style like on the staircase where there's like one after another, and it's just like, but Vaseline there is just exploding, you know, like <laughs> just one gooey mess. Okay. Yeah. And then he slips down the stairs, you know. Did anyone at any point think that he was going to wake up and be back in the hospital? No. Mm. I kind of hoped that was, was going to happen, but no, it was all real and, you know, not in his head. 
Wait, where, what else were you gonna say? I feel like I might have interrupted you. you oh no no no! I, like I, I like a lot of the ideas that they have, and then just they they couldn't make it make sense. Yeah, I guess. Well, okay. So a lot of this reminded me, though. Now, hear me out. This seemed the whole movie seemed like an rated R version of a "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" episode. Like how it is structured is so eerily similar. To a lot of the episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Well, isn't there like an episode where the parents like eat people or whatever? And like the male, like the kids are like, what's mom doing? Yeah. And like there's like the mailman or something. And- yeah. And it also reminded me of uh, an episode where these two siblings are competing, like they're competitive siblings and the daughter keeps losing to the brother. And uh, then they go to this, like the 13th floor or whatever, where these two, you find out are aliens, have them compete. And, like, you slowly learn the daughter's an alien, too. And so she's doing better as they, like, manipulate the oxygen. It's, like, these weird little things. Because, again, all all the Are You Afraid of the Darks have, like, some weird sort of message of, like, and this is why you don't do this. Or this is a metaphor for rich people. You know what I mean? And that's why this whole movie felt, both in quality, too, mm-hmm. like a rated R version of an Are You Afraid of the Dark. That, that makes me think of Arrested Development where there's some big ploy and then it's like, that's why you always leave a note. You know, yeah. like the lessons he teaches. Exactly. <laughs> that's why you never trust, trust rich people. I mean, like the tagline of the movie is, the rich have always fed off the poor. This time, it's for real. Like, did you realize, did, did I think it was going to be so literal? No, I didn't. Because how can you guess what a shunting is? I mean, did you, did you look at the cover? Yeah, but if they're rich, like I thought that the was the cover like, is shocking. Oh, the the weird skin cover. Yeah, I didn't see that cover at first. I saw the cover where it's the people in, uh, like the guys in the tuxedo and the girls in the dress, and she's like peeling, she's peeling her, face. her face off too. But I thought that was like a metaphor for like plastic surgery. No, it's a metaphor for it's not all that it seems. For the shunting, yeah. I understand. <laughs> oh. oh man. <laughs> Okay, hold on. It's the, gonna be a yearly watch for me. Never no, forget. No, it's, it's not. But you just like you can't forget, man. Let's let's go ahead and get through Zach's hot takes real quick, and then we'll uh, close this sucker out. Hot take number one: No late '80s or early '90s B movie deserves a remake more than this. It is possible, possibly more timely now than it was then. Hmm. Although any remake would hopefully make the rich people suck the poor dry a little less on the nose. I'd agree with that. All effects look surprisingly good with the exception of the dude's face being crumbled into bits. I don't know. Oh, I think that was Ferguson. The... No, I, I think he's talking about Blanchard when they go to the funeral of Blanchard and they touch his cheek. And it, like, oh yeah. Him. I forgot about that scene. Uh, Meg and I literally yelled at the first shunt. <laughs> I believe that. Cause I did too. I, I literally just went the fuck. Like, I just like, this is one of those movies, to be honest, I wish we had watched together and recorded us our reactions because I think we would have just been screaming because I was losing my mind. I was laughing. I couldn't stop. Uh, he said, also, pro tip, probably not a movie to play in the middle of the day with your screen visible while your neighbor's kids are outside, which we did. <laughs> I think it's perfect. The incest <laughs> feeling between the brother and sister from the first scene was 11 out of 10 icky. Mark, can you set me up? Oh, God. I hated that. But yeah, I'm not a fan of body horror, so I can't 
in good conscious conscience recommend this movie. Okay. So it's going to be a no for me, dog. Unless you're watching with like a group of friends is just to like see how loud you guys can scream at the nonsense. That's going to be, that's going to be my no. Not necessarily worth your free time. <laughs> I'm going to say not worth your free time. Um, it could be uh, maybe played at one of those um, haunted houses where you're waiting and they have the scary movie on the screen. Are they just playing the shunting? <laughs> they're like they're not playing, playing the, the rest of the movie. They're just <laughs> playing the shunting. Yeah. I don't know why I was envisioning that because that would not fly. Um, but I, not worth your free time in my opinion. Sorry, Damien. I'm going to be critical. Probably not worth your free time by yourself. I think it's a great group movie. Yeah, I, I like just to experience that together. Wow. Yeah, I think I think we all agree this is not worth your free time solo. No, so asterisk, not, as, not as a film. Asterix. This is a fun like get a bunch of friends together and just be like, what the hell are we watching? It's great. Like, cause I watched it with my brothers, and they were just like, what? Are we, what, what is good? What, 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 what? <laughs> I can't tell if that was Luke or Andrew. Was- Burn! <laughs> <laughs> Both are incomprehensible. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I watched it by myself late at night before going to sleep, and that was a mistake. It, it kept me up. It, not because I was afraid of anything. I couldn't wrap my head around what happened and i think if you watch it with a group of friends you'll have like a nice laugh about it be like well we did that and then you could forget about it fun last little tidbit i guess during the filming of the shunting they they put a sign over the set that said abandon hope all ye who enter or something from dante yeah that's pretty weird yeah (laughs) get ready (laughs) Things are going to get pretty weird. I wanted to know if anyone threw up during the filming of the shunting. If they did, they used that sucker. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay, let's just let's just close this out. <laughs> let's land this plane. Yeah, let's land this plane. I don't know whose pick it is next. It might be mine. Doesn't even matter. Doesn't we'll matter. Get out of there. <laughs> let's just go. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs> I'm going to pick like Reanimator or something. It's going to be another one. Why? Because it's fun to see you do this.